0: Hey guys and welcome back to Feelin' Feline, a podcast where we talk about what it's like being in our 20s and the 20s. For this week's episode, I have a very special guest, one of my best friends, Struvy, and I'm so excited to have her here and just really get started on this episode. However, I just want to apologize in advance because my audio is a little weird. I don't know why I think my mic was being a little buggy, so I do apologize for that in advance, but I hope you still enjoy the episode. So hey guys, welcome back to Feel and Feline. I have a super special guest today and I'm so excited to have her here, my best friend, Ruby. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into our wonderful podcast every week. I know she's doing a good job. I hope you guys feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: been a good outlet for me just because life's been kind of stressful
1: honestly. yeah I think it's like your online journal um yeah it is. you can share with people I I definitely think it's like a good place to just kind of like let it all it's basically your like like current version of tumblr but like no it's true present day
0: I didn't even realize that I needed something to like let out, and this week was really rough with bleeder you know, surgery and everything. And really, even when I recorded the past episode, it was amazing. Like, I had a huge load off my shoulders.
1: Oh, yeah, I can, I can totally understand because I think like it's just like someone to talk to, like someone other than your routine, like your audience. I feel like you connect with them on like a different level versus, I guess, like you know, your friends, your family, or yeah. like your significant other.
0: It's true. That's how it is. But how about you? How is
1: life? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Super exciting. Well, super exciting because there's been a lot of things going on. Well, first things first, um, I'm finally a citizen. Yay. Yes. Um, Well, that was really um, exciting, yet such a nerve-wracking process because... I, I remember, so like when, my, when we came here um, and my, when my parents got their citizenship, I, I could have naturalized under them, but I literally fell short from naturalizing under them by four months. Like the year I turned 18, my mom got her citizenship later, like in April that year. So I like missed that note. So I was like, well, this is great. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah so basically like there's so you can so if you're immigrant like you know if you have immigrant parents um and if your parents naturalize if you're under the age of 18 um you derive their citizenship if they naturalize before your 18th birthday so that's exactly what i guess my parents were trying to do with both me and my sister but then um my mom she naturalized literally 4 months after my birthday because my birthday is in January and she got her naturalization in April. So then I, here I was without a, without a citizenship. And then like I moved around a lot like I went to college. I like you know moved out to Maryland. So that there's like so many like things um and I couldn't apply for one because like my permanent address kept changing. Like they want like a permanent They want like a permanent address that's like, you know, you've lived at for like a couple months in a row and like, you know, you're not going to move and then only you should apply or whatever. So I was just waiting to move back home and start. And I had started the process last year, but because of COVID, it all got shut down. And like a year and a half later, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) oh uh, but it was an interesting experience I th- I thought I was like not going to be nervous because you know I went to school here so you know like your American history or like at right. least like like the general stuff like you don't know the details of everything but the general I, mean, I stuff don't know like, the
0: details yikes
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but like the general stuff you know but I was like so nervous but it, it went well so I'm like so like I'm like so happy it doesn't really feel different because you know life just goes on the same way. But it's kind of like just a nice thing to have now that I don't have to worry about like 10 million other things when I'm traveling.
0: Right. I was going to say, because, you know, it it doesn't change your everyday life. Um, Why did it take so long? Like, is that a normal thing that it takes that long for even your parents to apply? Like, is there a certain time limit that one has to live here? Before they apply to become a citizen? Because when I moved here, I think my parents, it's the same thing that you were saying. I was obviously below 18, so I was able to just naturally become a citizen under, you know, when my parents became citizens. But how come, is it supposed to be that long, or was it just different things going on in life?
1: Well, so basically, I moved here at the age of 12. Mm -hmm. And then um, you have to live here for five full years. without any like trips in between so you have to live here for five straight years and like let's say under the five years you have like a month trip or whatever so it right. extends to five years and one month that you have to stay here so five physical years in united states and then you can apply for one so basically because i was 12 and my birthday's in earlier like is earlier in the year um so what happened is like by the time so uh it's like i was 17 and a half technically when my mom had or my parents had applied right but basically what happened was like so once you apply it doesn't count that date it counts your interview date that you get so my mom's interview date um came after my 18th birthday
0: oh and i see that's
1: where like the That's where like the kind of like, you know, the gap happened of like me not naturalizing under her, under them. Like I'm not deriving their citizenship. So that's why this happened. (laughs) And then afterwards, college came in between and I like never just went like, I just never went through it. And then like I moved out. So I just like after that life happened to me. So I never got to start the process until recently when I moved back home.
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm glad finally it's kind of done because I feel like it's kind of stressful sometimes.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I I didn't like I feel like just, you know, with recent times, I have always just with recent times, I've always realized that, like, it's so important, just like I wanted to even like as as little as like vote in like an election. It just feels good to have a say. Um, as, like, you know, someone, like, you know, being directly affected by, like, whatever political shifts that happen in our government, yeah. I just, like, wanted to be part of that change. Even if, you know, the change is as little as one vote, it's still, like, I wanted to have that right because, you know, we are directly working in this economy, are directly being in- impacted by the taxes, True. the taxation, the, the job market, everything. We, um, you know, by working in this kind of... Um, economy you directly like are impacted with all of these things so I realized that it's so important especially this past election in November I realized like how much I like just cared for you know like a candidate that really was looking out for me in office kind of a thing
0: no so true it's I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing with being a citizen is that probably the most important reason why I would like be stressed about getting my citizenship. So good for you. I'm very happy for you and your family because I know it's been happening for a while. So
1: yeah, it's been, it's yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, you know, everything comes with time.
0: True. Just like our friendship.
1: Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: A little background, I have to say, because obviously not many people Listening may know my friendship with Drewy, but we have known each other ever since she moved here, actually, and we had a very interesting friendship. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) I used to be a bitch. I'm just gonna say because we used to be (laughs) so bad. Like I've evolved so much, and, and I'm happy she's dealt with me the whole time. But I can't even understand how you still. Wanted to be my friend after everything that happened, but I'm very thankful.
1: Well, I am very thankful (laughs) to you for evolving into like an amazing human being that you have. No, you're so sweet. I'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) because I think the biggest thing is I feel like when you lose like when you lose yourself, it's always just it's always just amazing to come back. To the person you are. And I feel like for yeah. years you've done that. I think like I started knowing you before um, you know, like you changed a little bit for whatever, <laughs> like you know, you changed a little bit for um like in the wrong direction, but I knew you before then. So I think that really helped just like, you know, kind of keep it all in. Because yeah. like I always just like had you in my life. It's just like we went through like A period of like I guess a a little bit of distance Mm -hmm. uh, and then like we went through that distance we're able to get through it and then like obviously start something like much more I would say intimate um, and much more like open and like I've over the years I've gotten to learn so much from you as a person and just like just a lot of things like as to just my my perspective has changed on some other things for sure.
0: Yeah, I definitely can agree. I've learned so much from you as well. We had a very good friendship in college, at least, and building up on that. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm not saying it was supposed to happen, like the bad stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking that the bad stuff kind of did bring us back together because, you know, it's nice to know that you still loved me that i was going through things and i'll realize eventually that you know these things weren't good for me and you stuck it out so honestly like i'm so thankful for our friendship and it's just a great time for us to have this episode after my last one when i was just talking about like patient love and unconditional love especially from your side (laughs)
1: No, I I feel like we both have those. I feel like you know we both had our moments because for the longest time, even when you were going through like or like you know when you were going through a a portion of your life where you know you weren't like you weren't feeling the best version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I was just there, but I feel like at that point in time, I hadn't evolved into someone who was okay to like have like. a very um I would say like a very like, you know, open conversation, a very right. vulnerable vulnerable conversation with you. I wasn't ready to have that. So, you know, there's there's a there's a part like, you know, there's there was a part of me that was like, you know, wanting to talk to you, but I was just never um I, I didn't evolve into that person just yet and then obviously you know you were going through another aspect of your life um like you know now looking back at it in hindsight it was negative for you of course but in the moment like you know it was fine it was positive um for you and like you were kind of dealing with that and I was kind of dealing with the fact that I couldn't confront you about my feelings so I feel like we both had different things that we were being patient with each other about you were being patient with the fact that you know what like she's not talking to me, but like, you know, we still kind of here and there, like connect with each other. And then Mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh, you know what, like, she's going through a different phase in life, I'll just give her her space kind of a thing. So I feel like we both had like different versions of patient love. And like, we honestly could not have kept our friendship together if I feel like we both didn't try.
0: Yeah, I feel like if one of us gave up whoever it was, it would have definitely not lasted as long. But I'm happy we didn't.
1: I know same I'm so happy we didn't because there's just so much there's just so much um that we have to be thankful about in our friendship in like just I don't know I find like i sometimes I find like myself in you um Me and too. that's what yeah, and that's what like I think connects us the most like at like the very like you know at the very core level I feel like. That's what it is that just keeps us connected or from my end, at least.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, me too. And um, how did the pandemic change you? You know, this past year, it's going to be almost a year since everything started. And how is, you know, your relationship with yourself and your family? How did that change kind of during the whole pandemic?
1: Well, firstly, I think I have grown so much Like I've grown so much patience in all of my relationships through this pandemic. I feel like I have become more patient, more, um, more, I want to say like more intimate in some of my relationships. And it's funny that we're talking about it because I was just telling my sister earlier that, um, you know, um, my sister and I, so my sister moved back from college last year in March as Mm -hmm. well. And then I also stopped going to work and I started working from home in March. So I feel like my relationship with my sister, we've always been kind of like, we've always been very close ever since we both started high school. Um, You know, after we went through the whole middle school years, my God, we don't talk about that. but, (laughs) (laughs) But after that, I feel like we both have um, gotten so much closer and everything but obviously you know there was always distance oh because you know she lived at she lived at school I was either home or I was either in Maryland so we were still we were still so busy in our routines and stuff but with mm-hmm. quarantine it kind of like aligned our routines in such a manner that we have grown so much more closer Um and just so much more so much more like Um, how do I say open with each other about everything? Um, you know, whether it be, whether it be career advancements, whether it be, you know, like, uh, whether it be friendships, relationships. Um, or just like you know, like just having a bad day, take out a frustration, talk to each other, like kind of a thing. We've just gone gone so close. Like we've come to a point where like I can I can just we can read each other's expression to a degree. Like right. if I just like see her, you know, I can t- I can tell that like you know she's not having such a bad day or um if she sees me um she'll realize that you know it's been a long day for me kind of a thing and just like um in those manners i feel like we've grown so much closer and then even with my parents you know i uh mm-hmm. I, like i said earlier in our conversation that i had moved out so um i haven't like kind of lived at home since i moved out for college um like when i was 18 so last year i uh, moved back home with my parents and like, honestly, it felt so good to just kind of spend time. And also like, you know, sometimes I feel like you forget that um, just because you're growing um, doesn't mean your parents aren't either. Like they're not staying in one position. They're also growing, they're also changing, Um, you know, so their personalities, personalities are also ever changing as well. So I think once I moved, I realized that, like, you know, like they've gotten so much more mellow and, like, we've, we've, we're able to talk about, like, topics, things that, like, you know, just, just random world, like, you know, events and stuff and just, like, kind of build right. a bond, a friendship Um, in terms of that. So I have formed, like, a very, very different type of friendship with my, with my parents. I mean, I was always close to them, but now, like, I can, my parents are like my best friends now. I can I can really talk to them about anything and we can just openly have a discussion. Yeah, like from time to time of course, you lose your you lose it with each other, but at the hmm. same time you always come back to like just your friendship.
0: Yeah, and I think I had an episode about my parents recently and I can definitely vouch, you know, I feel like in our 20s it's super important to have a good relationship with our parents especially because everything that's kind of coming in our 20s whether it's a house or an apartment or moving out or Mm -hmm. you know just everything adult like car payments and you know children and getting married and bigger life decisions than how it is in college I feel like it's important to rely on your parents as somebody who you know they've already experienced it and they can give their five cents on the situation and you know you don't have to listen to them, but it's nice to know that when things come ahead, like for me, if I forget about something that's kind of more adulty, <laughs> I tend to literally just call my parents and they're like, oh my God, I do what I do, blah, blah, blah. I start freaking out and they're like, listen, it's not this serious. Like, We've been through this before. You're going to be okay. And it's nice having that. So that's why you know I feel like in our 20s, it's so important to have a good relationship with them and... Like, I don't know about you, but when I turned 20, I think that really was kind of the same, like, pivotal moment where I realized that, like, my parents are also getting older. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like I valued our conversations more, interactions. And that's why when I moved out, I was super homesick because I just wanted to spend every single second with them. Yeah.
1: No, I understand. Even when I was living, um, when I had moved out, I was also so homesick every two weeks, which is why I did the whole drive, like the dreaded drive. But I just did it just to be home with my family. And And you lived
0: in Maryland, right? For people who are, you know, not familiar.
1: For people who are not familiar, I lived in Maryland and like I lived more closer to DC. So mm-hmm. that's like, that's like a good four hour drive, um, from Jersey or from like central Jersey where we live. Um, I would say like a good four hour drive. So it's, it's just crazy. It takes a whole, like it's a, it takes a lot of time to get here and to go back. And then I also realized that like, you know, I had, um, I had lost like, touch with my friends and in, in the sense that mm-hmm. like I, I would text them i would facetime them of course but i couldn't meet them as often so it was always just kind of like and then i had wanted obviously i had wanted to come home spend like the 2020 like just like you know catching with like a bunch of my friends but right. <laughs> obviously world world had another plan <laughs> <laughs>
0: a stressful plan
1: I know, I know, but I feel like um in a way, I also think that I have I have learned a lot of just self-love, um, a lot of self-care, a lot of just spirituality in like mm-hmm. the process. I think I always ever since we graduated college, I started delving into it like very minimally, I wanna say. But I feel like through this quarantine, I have realized, like, you know, just the power of like self love, self care, and just like manifesting yourself, like, like your whatever, you know, you want from life, from your life.
0: See, I like that because we can definitely, oh, I definitely want to talk about manifestation and spirituality a little bit, but maybe we can focus on. Um, self-care and self-love first what have you been doing in terms of you know self-love and self-care for me at least it's been I feel like we've talked about this plenty of times skincare Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you were the first person I'm always (laughs)
1: talking about
0: skincare so now's your chance to tell me everything and anything
1: Well, so basically I think well it's really funny we're recording this episode like a day before Valentine's Day because I know like a lot of people connect Valentine's Day to like you know celebrating love with a significant other or friends or something but I feel like we always forget that like we should be celebrating um your love with your own self first because I feel like <laughs> because I feel like if you if you don't have that there's nothing you can put out to your other relationships So I really enjoy just, you know, nurturing my own self. And like, for example, in terms of skincare, like you said, I have always struggled with like, you know, bad skin, um, whether it be dry skin, or just like acne, like I've suffered with a lot of that. So um, once I like, you know, once I grew older, I I started indulging in like skincare, taking care of my skin, like helping my skin without like, you know, derm treatments or something Mm -hmm. harsh like that. So I wanted to like, very gently fix or like maintain my skin. And I started watching like all these bunch of YouTube gurus. I lo- I still love watching them, you know, yeah. it, like for your audience, like, you know, Hiram, James Welsh, um, Mixed Makeup, um, Leah Yu. There's so many of them out there, but I really highly recommend for people who are really looking into skincare. Those are like some amazing YouTubers with so much good content that, you know, they deserve like, a listen like if you are into skincare you know that's one of them but yeah and like you know I um I realized as I was like you know embarking on my skincare journey I guess you can say that skincare is all about cleaning uh, yourself from inside out obviously you can put products on your face but mm-hmm. if your body is not clean from the inside then like you know it still doesn't help you um, sometimes in terms of that. So like I've started eating healthier. I have started eating like more greens, more veggie like more greens, like more like you know, veggies, more fruits in your diet. Um I also started doing um I also started drinking like hot water through the day. Um not sure like you know if that does anything, but it helps like detox your body at the very least.
0: I remember every morning at college because we used to be roommates. <laughs> every morning I would wake up at literally nine in the morning. That's when Jervy gets up. She would <laughs> microwave a glass of hot water. I think you put lemon in it, did you?
1: No, I put turmeric in it. Oh, turmeric, yes. Yeah. But still,
0: even that, I couldn't even. I, every time I would hear the microwave, I'd be like, I don't know how she drinks hot water at this hour. <laughs>
1: I still do that. I still do it. I've been doing it for so many years now. I've lost count. But and then now like I started incorporating hot water through the day, most of the day. Wait, so so what does
0: hot water do? Do you know exactly what hot water does? Or is it just your preference of what
1: type of water? Well, no. So hot water is really, really good for your digestion it really, it's wow. really good for your metabolism. So it really helps in the sense of that. I mean, I could be wrong, you know, for anyone listening, <laughs> I could be totally wrong about this. But I looked it up and it said that, you know, drinking hot water really aids in metabolism. Because when you eat food, your stomach needs like, you know, um, your stomach needs like energy, it generates heat by like, you know, breaking down your food. Right. But When you like after eating food, when people just drink ice cold water, it actually, you know, requires more energy out of your stomach to like generate enough energy to break down that food. So hot water, on the contrary, aids into like, it doesn't cool down the energy in your stomach. It keeps it at like a certain level and like doesn't, you know, like doesn't expend more energy versus like you drinking cold water. Is what it's I funny know. that you okay. say that. So okay. do you not
0: drink ice water with your meal? Because you know damn well how much I like my ice water. <laughs> I
1: <know. laughs> yeah, I don't actually. Even I don't prefer ice water generally speaking. Interesting. I prefer room temperature water because ice water is just also really bad for your teeth. What? I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ice water is really bad for your teeth. But like yes. I love chewing on ice. So do you. I know. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes Uh, it's so true
1: yeah I love chewing on ice so like sometimes I'll just sit there and chew on ice obviously uh, because yeah life (laughs) 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 Uh, but but yeah it's actually like ice cold water from what I've like researched online i like, I think it's like bad for your teeth. I can, but like I said earlier, I could be totally wrong on this. So don't come from my life. No, I mean, if you
0: looked it up, it must be, you know, a, a point of interest for some people and they've probably done their research too.
1: Yeah, or sometimes there's also like, you know, with all of these, with all of this information online, there's also like, there are some kind of myths at times. Yeah. And scientifically, it could be totally different like, you know, reason. So that's also a case, like, I feel like there's a lot of myths versus reality out there. So, you know, um, we could be having different ideas, or like, at least accepting different ideas. Yeah. But yeah, so I and then like, also, like, you know, just incorporating less sodium in my diet, like, love a good bowl of ramen out here, (laughs) but but try to like, you know, I try to control like my sodium in other ways. yeah. And then like, obviously just, you know, just eating clean. I feel like eating clean is just like a lifestyle thing. Mm -hmm. But like, Sometimes I'll just let myself go, and like it's okay. It's okay too. Like you know, just also being kind to myself. That like you know, if I today is like a day I'm not having such a great day, I want like, I I want a donut. Like so, you yeah, <laughs> know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind to myself and just go get a donut. So like, just I've learned that like you know, sometimes. Self-care doesn't mean that you have to deprive yourself off of something Mm -hmm. you deserve or you want for the day, but just be kind to yourself, Um, you know, make positive lifestyle changes. But at the same time, you know, some days, not all days are the same. So some days just be kind to yourself. It's okay if you didn't do a, like a workout today and you just like was a couch potato and like just be a bum. It's totally fine too. And went to a
0: sushi buffet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, facts. facts. (laughs) Facts, <laughs> sushi is a must in life.
0: First of all, speaking of sushi, how rude were Dylan and Sal calling us out for being late? You remember that day and how hectic it was.
1: Yes, exactly. Y'all rude. <laughs> Y'all yeah. rude AF. Tell them,
0: Drew, next time so they
1: know. Honestly, honestly, if you know, Feline and I will be late to everything. Oh, God, I haven't even
0: and talked about this, but.
1: It, it could be a whole episode, <laughs> including like our own weddings. We will be Stop. late. I'm convinced it's fine. <laughs> it just <laughs> listen. I try. I try to be on time, but it just so happens that I'm late.
0: Yeah, I don't really. I'm not confident in saying that I'm going to be on time, even to my own wedding. So yeah,
1: me too. At least we're accepting it now. Self awareness is is the key. Like. <laughs> at least i'm self-aware
0: um but yeah i i like that you mentioned self-care is from the inside out that is actually a very good quote that i feel like i'm going to use at one point but (laughs) (laughs) i like that and it's true you should definitely you know try to focus on what's inside first because you know you could keep having a morning and night routine which i know we're going to talk about soon but Mm -hmm. If you are not eating well, you know, that's not going to fight the amount of grease that's going to come out of your skin or just overall, you know, your physical health and mental health and things.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And it's just important, you know, to especially in times like this, I've also learned the importance of keeping your body active um, Mm -hmm. in any way you like. You know, some people prefer Zumba. Some people prefer yoga. um, Some people prefer just like a regular day at the gym. Or like, you know, some people prefer like just outdoor activities. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking. The true nature of Celine (laughs) (laughs) Miquela. Old Um,
0: I have um, not had a blackout in I want to say the entire year of the pandemic no not the entire year but (laughs) 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 like maybe seven eight months
1: actually I just have completely cut it down yeah I'm being honest I just feel like I have just found a new profound love in my h2o (laughs) that's
0: Now, yeah. I I was always a water drinker. Don't get me wrong. Me you know that. I always yeah, have water yeah, with you everything. Are. Definitely, but definitely, my drinking has decreased significantly. And I definitely think that that has helped with my skincare. And mm-hmm. just every time I try to think about even drinking more than one wine of glass, I hate myself. I mean, not wine of glass, glass of wine. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's okay. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just about like balance. And I feel like after going through like college, you know, crazy college days, Uh um, you've learned to sort of just balance it out. Like, you know, um, if you're having one, um, if you're having one glass, you're just like stopping yourself there, you're like, okay, like, let's learn some balance. And that's the most important thing, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of balance, and it's not really related, but your skin, I I think that's important. I I don't really know too much about it. Yeah. Is there a difference between, you know, your morning routine with your skincare, your night routine? Like what if they walk me through it? And what are kind of the important aspects of your routine that you think is
1: important? Okay. So I have learned, well, contrary to what I believed. So I don't know, many of your listeners might not know, but I'm Indian. So I am blessed with lots of melanin. You know, <laughs> blessed with lots of it. So growing up, I always believed that because of like, you know, the melanin that we have. Also, this is because everyone around you says this. So I always believe that because of like the amount of melanin we have, I don't need us. don't need sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Sunscreens for the week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So you always grow up believing that. But after I started looking into skincare, reading into skincare, I realized that sunscreen is a must no matter your skin type, no matter if you burn or not. Sunscreen is so important for so many reasons. And the, the reason being is that so your most basic routine day and night should be just wash your face with like whatever cleanser you prefer, you know, that's mm-hmm. That's like, you know, your skin likes Um, put a put a nice moisturizer on and then put sunscreen on in the daytime. And then, of course, nighttime, you don't need sunscreen, uh, of course. So that's like your most basic routine that anyone should have. And then um, in between, you can add little steps. So I'm just going to go through my routine, Mm -hmm. explain like the little things. And then like we can we can go from there for my morning routine. Usually I just I use. My good old CeraVe cleanser. I love CeraVe. It's really, really nice for people with like, you know, kind of sensitive skin. And for me, mm-hmm. my skin goes through a lot of changes through the year. Um, I have like oily skin in the summer. Um, because you know, of course, the sweat and everything, but at the same time, just like oilier skin in the summer. And then during winter months, Um, I like my eczema sometimes flares up. So I go through like patches of dry skin uh, to patches of like my normal oily skin. Perks of of living in New Jersey. Literally. literally. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Also, just also just like eczema is like something that's like in my family. So like both my Mm -hmm. sister and I both suffer from eczema. So for me, I usually use in the morning, I use a very gentle hydrating cleanser from CuraVe, which is like literally like a creamy, lotiony cleanser. And then after that, I just use a toner. I just use a hyaluronic acid toner. For most of you who don't know this ingredient, basically it's like kind of hydrating ingredient, which, you know, helps you keep the water in your skin, um, Hmm. keeps it like, you know, nice and um, like, you know, plump. If I say so. Right. Um, Because, you know, like after you shower, you get out of the shower or whatever, you lose water immediately. So in order to just like keep the water in your skin and not have it um, dry out, you put like I put a toner that has hyaluronic acid. So it does more of like pH balancing of my skin uh, along with hydrating my skin. So mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, balancing your pH, um, whenever you wash your face with any kind of cleanser, uh, your skin goes through like a pH change. Uh, for some cleansers, you go through a drastic pH changes. Uh, for others, it's like not really like you don't go through a drastic pH change, but it's it's good to keep your um, skin's pH at like the normal. So your skin is yeah. slightly acidic. I don't know the exact pH level, but it's- I don't even know level. that. Yeah, it's it, your skin is slightly acidic, so I I think it's between, um, it's somewhere below seven, but it mm-hmm. before between like. Five point five and seven. I'm not a hundred percent sure of this one, but it's it's slightly acidic, but not at like so. Whenever you wash your face or something like that, um, you know, depending on the ingredients in your face wash, it either mm-hmm. goes super low or su- like a uh, higher. So you have to bring it back to like that balanced pH. So toner also helps you do that. So I usually use a toner, and then I use um, a vitamin C serum. So uh, using a toner also have a, has another benefit. It also like preps your skin for better absorption of like next set of ingredients that you put on. So yeah, like it helps okay. with the absorption. So I use like a vitamin C serum. And um, some pe- for some people, vitamin C serum might be like, you know, too um, strong. So some people can just use something um, more mellow. There are vitamin C serum or... Uh, vitamin C derivative serums as well that are like, you know, kind of more gentler on your skin. But vitamin C basically helps you with um, any kind of like, you know, dark spots on your skin to brighten those dark spots up or just generally keep your skin, um, generally keep your skin's complexion nice and bright. And it also helps. So vitamin C also helps um, fight off like sunlight in a way too it like basically adds like in combination with the sunscreen it add like it acts like a booster
0: to oh, a sunscreen
1: yeah it acts like a booster to a sunscreen to just like you know fight off the sun uh, the sunlight and then after like a vitamin c serum i'll just put like um a, like a, a daily moisturizer of any kind um because i go through you know dry and oily skin uh mm-hmm. i i use like a. I use like a lotion that like helps me keep my entire skin like intact um, Mm -hmm. and like not have dry patchy areas. So I'll use like something slightly heavier than like a really runny lotion, um, but not as heavy because then my oilier parts like my T-zone will get super oily. So I'll just use like a thin watery, uh, watery lotion, like water-based lotions are really good for you. So I'll use like any water-based lotions.
0: Yeah, actually, the elf ones are water-based. And there's also this specific company is called Pacifica. And I picked it mainly because it's vegan, but it also has water-based ingredients too. So yes. I remember you told me one time and I looked out especially you know, for the ingredients to make sure it's water-based.
1: Mm-hmm. the water based is really really good for your skin though for a, a lot of uh, a lot of people out there um we don't realize that like a, some of the moisturizers who um like have like dimethicone in it and stuff like that mm-hmm. those moisturizers tend to be kind of like i want to say silicony in feel so they they spread really easily but sometimes like they'll um if your skin can't handle it like it'll give you like patchy, drier areas. So I get that sometimes. So I like anything that has water as like the first ingredient. It's, it works really well for my skin at the very least. Yeah. So, and then you just put your good old sunscreen, anything works, you know. Um, for me, I use a lot of like, I I really, really love um, Korean, like, beauty brand, like, skincare brands, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, honestly, the best technology when it comes to skincare. Literally, Korean people, geniuses <laughs> at skincare. I have accepted, you know, we all have to catch up to them. They have amazing skincare. So all my products are usually, like, you know, um, like, I just buy them off of, like, you know, um, websites like Yes Style or like wish trend or something like that because it's just it's just you know I uh I I get all of them from Korea they're they're like a bit expensive I guess you know because of the export and stuff like that but right. Right, it's worth it. it it lasts you a long time and it's just worth it if your skin can handle it well
0: I was gonna say because I know some of the ingredients have like snail in them and i remember you were like don't be freaked out by that it's actually you know a lot of natural ingredients instead of you know the chemicals that we kind of use here in america
1: yeah so that's like the biggest difference not just korea i feel like even japan has really really good products mm-hmm. um or just generally i feel like a lot of uh, east Eastern medicine, I should say, a lot of Eastern medicine is based off of like you know natural ingredients. Like you'll see right. stuff like, um, you'll see stuff like black rice or like snail snail mucin or or like I want to say uh, black rice snail mucin. I want to say even just like roots. They use a lot of roots like mugwort <laughs> and all of those. Um, ginseng is like another big one. So I feel like they use a lot of or like ev- they even use like green tea um, yeah. and, like, and milk, I think, right? Uh, yeah, some are milk based. There's also like white green tea leaves that they do, which is also very, very cool. Um, so they use a lot of like natural ingredients and derive whatever they want. For example, right, like in America uh, or like in some of the American skincare products, Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll see that like salicylic acid is like a big acne treatment sort of a thing. But in American products, most of them are like, you know, obviously man-made salicylic acid, which is also really, really good. Like, you know, I I use the ordinary salicylic acid serum the most amazing thing I've ever used because you'll put it on a pimple overnight and like it just like it it's really nice and dried the next morning kind of a thing so it's really really nice but then like if you look at like some of the eastern medicine products or the asian products I I should say you'll see like something like willow bark in there so willow bark is like a type of like a type of tree bark but they derive the, sal- it has, it produces naturally salicylic acid. Oh, wow.
0: I didn't even know that. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's also another thing is something derived like that is more gentler on your skin versus something that's like, you know, man-made. More focused. Yeah. Focus. Because, you know, obviously when you're making a product man-made, you want it to be concentrated in that particular thing that you're promising which is yeah. also completely fine but some skin types can withstand that and some can't so right. sometimes gentler products are better obviously they'll take more time to show results um, and then you know products that are more focused will will take less time to show results but ultimately they do the same thing they're just more skin care skin type friendlier depending on like whatever skin type you have.
0: I think a lot of it also is like, you know, you were saying Asian technology is a little bit more Mm -hmm. like advanced. Yeah. I think a lot of it is that they have more access to the natural ingredient. I feel like it's hard to get, you know, some ingredients here in America compared to, you know, what they put in the products right oh or yeah no?
1: yeah for sure no definitely like some of the products are just like you know some of the products just grow in mm-hmm. like in korea and they they use it they yep. purpose it towards their product like towards you know their skincare products whereas in america the the main ingredient is like really really hard to find which is what because like you know stuff like mugwort or ginseng is something that they've grown grown there in for centuries. So yeah. to find that to have farmers who farm those kind of ingredients is just easier versus like you know in the United States it's harder to find. Which is why I said you know I feel like United States also has like some really really amazing products, um, but you know like and. I I use a combination of them like I use a combination right. of asian products and american products depending on like you know what I'm trying to do.
0: That's interesting. So I don't know. I feel like I need to try more because you know you're teaching me a whole lot of stuff right now. <laughs> I <laughs> you know, I've looked at yes style, I just get weird about the ingredients only because I don't know how my skin is going to react to it, but I know that they have smaller size portions mm-hmm. you can try out,
1: right? Yeah. And also uh, they do this really cute little thing where um, depending on the products you select in your cart, they'll send you like free samples. They're like, like little packet samples. So you can always just try that. And then nowadays, um, I have seen a lot of Asian products, not all of them, of course, because of the exposure is still very minimal. But a lot of them also are, uh, are, you know, sold through Sephora. So Sephora is really amazing in like, you know, their little samples. I'm not sure what their COVID post-COVID policies are, of course, mm-hmm. anymore. But, you know, Sephora is really good about their samples. So that's always a good way to start.
0: Nice. Okay. So I have a questions for you. Yes. One, do you even use sunscreen when you're not leaving the house? Like, still put on SPF products?
1: Yes, I do. And I'll tell you why. So there's two types of rays. I'll, I'll start with that. UVA and UVB. So UVB rays are like your normal, like, you know, sun, sun rays, like outside, like, you know, sunlight outside. And UVB is also blocked by like your glass windows, your glass doors, all of that. But UVA is something that penetrates through glass. So even if like, you know, you think that you're not going outside, you're just going to sit inside and like, you know, just be indoors. But obviously you're surrounded by windows. If you're anything like me, I love sitting by a window. I love natural light. So, you know. Um, they can penetrate through the glass, even on cloudy days, by the way. UVA rays are, like, like UVA rays penetrate through clouds and penetrate through your window glass um, and everything, and they can still impact your skin in that way and cause premature skin aging. So that's why, even if I'm staying indoors, I always put, uh you know, sunscreen on. Like, if I am staying indoors, I'll put, like... um Uh, I'll put like a little bit of sunscreen on. um, And then if I'm going out, of course, I'll put like a a whole bunch on just to be more protected. But even indoors, it's good to have like, you know, a dime size of um, sunscreen and like just nice evenly put it on your face, like your neck area and everything just so you can still protect yourself from UVA rays.
0: Yeah, definitely. I want to use it more often. I don't have any products right now that are you know sunblock or have spf on them i just started my skincare routine and again it's all from you so
1: yeah i actually (laughs) use a skincare um i use this one um so one of the youtubers i watch leah Yu, she has uh she recently in the past i want to say two years she has launched her own line of products and one of the products from her line is the sunscreen and um and her sunscreen um, is amazing because it's um, it's a chemical sunscreen. So there's a chemical sunscreen and then there's a mineral sunscreen. So for for people of color, mineral sunscreen leave like a little bit of a white cast. So you have to always search for a sunscreen that doesn't make you look like a ghost, oh. literally. Uh, okay. So chemical sunscreen is more friendlier in the sense that it never leaves a white cast.
0: Wow, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so I always use like, Chemical sunscreen. um so her her line is uh, her brand is called Crave with a k so K R A V E Oh yeah I've heard of that. Yeah so Crave she has a sunscreen on there called the Beach Shield and literally that sunscreen is always out of stock on her website because it's that popular. Wow. Yeah um so that one I really really like um because it's really like it goes like a lotion on your skin almost and like it's really nice it doesn't really make you feel oily and like it just like nicely stays on your skin and on top of like just being a sunscreen it also has a whole bunch of like antioxidants like beetroot allantoin then vitamin C like you know all of those wow. work together just like as antioxidants and just strengthen like the protection levels i guess you can say so
0: wow that's awesome mm-hmm.
1: it's like really nice
0: well I'm definitely gonna try it so there it is I'm gonna try it and then see from there I will whenever it gets back in stock.
1: <laughs> no, yeah exactly I mean I think I haven't checked her website in a really long time because the last time it came back up on uh, on her website I literally just like like wholesale order that <laughs> so i can have one as a backup whenever i'm running out of one but uh yeah i haven't checked it but you can check it like you know from time to time it always comes on usually around the holiday season it sometimes gets sold out because you know people are trying to gift each other stuff so yeah it works that way <laughs> All right. I'll check it out. Yes. Well,
0: here's my next question. You didn't mention anything about face oil and do you have any reason why you don't use it or do you prefer it or recommend it? Because I have oil mist and I have face oil. It's already a little bit oily and I don't necessarily like need to put it on every day and night. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, no, I... I didn't mention face oil mm. because it's not part of my regular skincare routine but i do okay. like using a face oil from time to time so well, one of my favorite face oils just like like a a, a literal oil to use is called mm. rosehip seed oil so like a rosehip seed oil is like really high in vitamin a um and it's kind of like one of the how do i say it it's one of the drier oils um, when I, what I mean by that is, it's one of the oils where uh, which you don't feel heavy on your skin once you put it on, basically. So-
0: oh, so you're saying like it, it like dries up right. because it like dries up quickly in general. Yeah. Because that's what I'm saying. My oil like stays on my skin and sometimes like two hours later I'm already like trying to sleep and it's all up in my face and I hate it. So that's why I don't like putting it on sometimes.
1: Yeah, sometimes so it's one of the drier so basically if you feel like really oily or something like that, it's really, really important to uh look at the oil uh how do I say it? The oil properties. Oils you want to have lighter oils um, in your skincare so you don't feel like irritated um, when you're trying Mm -hmm. to go to bed. So oils that are high in linoleic acid content are more lightweight versus an oleic acid content. So, you know, um, oils like rosehip seed oil, rosehip seed oil is really um, high in linoleic acid versus oleic acid. So that's why it's a little bit lighter on your skin. It's more friendlier mm-hmm. for your skin, at least I believe so, um, versus I want to say like avocado oil or um, I want to say like a macadamia oil. That's like really, really okay. heavier on your skin. Um, and it just like, you know, may- it's, it's meant for uh, those kind of oils are better for people who have really, really dry skin. Or, like, some people have normal skin, they some people like that, so that's fine. But for me, I really prefer linoleic acid content. So I use rosehip seed oil for two reasons. Firstly, it's one of the drier oils, like I said earlier in the conversation. And secondly, it has a higher content quantity of like vitamin A. Vitamin A is also known as. uh, you know, it means retinol. So you know, retinol is like literally the most famous anti-aging product ingredient in skincare society and otherwise. Um, you know, like pe- once you pass like the age of twenty-five or maybe even thirty, a lot of people mm-hmm. incorporate retinol in like their daily routine just for and be- just for its anti-aging skin benefits. So interesting, I did you know, not know that. Yeah, so. Um, rosehip seed oil naturally has vitamin A or um, also known as retinol in it. So it really helps like slowly for your skin to develop the, mm. how do I say, it, the stamina to take retinol. So retinol is a very powerful ingredient as well. Some people might not do really well with retinol right away. They might they might need time to train their skin to handle the, like, handle the retinol. So in that case, rosehip seed oil is really, really, like, nice. um, Like, kind of like, how do I say it? Like, a nice um, little start before you really... Like a transition, move, a
0: smooth transition.
1: Yeah, before you move into something so strong. Right. And also, it's just really good for, like, acne. So that's, like, one of my favorite oils that I use. Then I also have this one serum, and it's like a really innovative serum that has like a, a water-based part and an oil part mm-hmm. up top. So you like kind of shake the serum, and then you what? you spray it on your face.
0: I need that now. You need to send <laughs> it to me after this call. I will. <laughs> I,
1: and it's super. It's super cheap. Um, it's also like a Korean brand called Sioris. but I really mm-hmm. really love that because first of all, they make it depending on seasons so every season they have a different like so like you know for the for the fall slash summer months they have a serum that's based on water plum like water-based portion like extract yeah extract like water portion and then their oil portion has jojoba oil macadamia oil so like i said earlier in the conversation macadamia oil is like really high in oleic acid content which which makes it a little bit, you know, heavier on your skin. But when you mix it, like, or when you mix it with the water part, on my skin, Mm -hmm. it goes so nice and light. I can, like, sleep through the night with it. And I I can't even tell you, you wake up with, like, the best, like, plump-feeling skin in the morning. I need that. It feels really good, and it's, like, not heavy on your skin at all. So I really like that. That's, like, one of the most innovative things I've seen, And it's really, really nice. Um, You just have to, before application, you just have to, you know, shake it and then spritz it on your face.
0: That's awesome. I need that. So please send it to me. I
1: will be sending (laughs) it to you. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, this
0: has been definitely amazing. And I just want to touch on one last topic before the end of the episode. I wanted to touch on kind of what you're saying about spirituality and manifestation, because that is something that i'm still kind of slowly discovering and understanding Mm -hmm. but what has your journey been so
1: far well you know you know back in the day when people will tell you to stay positive or like be positive like so good things will happen to you and you're like me you're like no like that never works for me you know like you always had that (laughs) little thing but it's actually like it actually is true um a lot of people don't realize that like you manifest the positive things in your life. If you, and yeah. it's obviously not a switch. And I understand that. It's not like, you know, you turn on the switch and you're positive. Like, you know, some days, even if, even if you want to be positive, you're going to sit there and just be negative negative, hundred percent, and be unhappy with whatever you're feeling for the day. So of course, not every day is the same. However, I feel like it's, I feel like the universe gives you what you put out and hear me out when i say this i know this sounds really ridiculous but on a very very atomic and like a physical level you know um we we learn about like you know atoms and all of that like so you know positive energy attracts positive energy back from the universe so there's there's like a law of basically uh, there there's a law called law of vibration yeah and it works with human beings it's really it's i know this probably makes like no sense but it's basically like when you when you vibrate on a higher frequency the universe gives you a higher frequency back interesting and and it sounds really extraterrestrial i know but it's it's more of it's more than just like you know um being positive or more than that. It's more like when you put out positive energy into the world, the world returns that positive energy with positive things in your life, and that's truly called like you are manifesting your own like you're manifesting your own life kind of a thing yeah
0: because See, I like that though because you know. I like to think these things because I don't like to think too much on the ground, if that makes sense. I know Mm -hmm. that there's always something more than kind of what we see in front of us and how we live life Mm -hmm. more to it. And I always think, you know, why waste your time being negative? And even though it might not be true, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. nobody can really explain or prove it if it's true or not, but isn't it better anyways, just to, continue to stay positive rather than you know drowning yourself with all these negative thoughts like i, th- I think that's what i've been learning mm-hmm. from just quarantine and everything and i like that Lena. You know, i like that you say you know you will basically talk about or you know good things will come your way if you just manifest it and continue to think that it will i've definitely stuck with that as well and i think it's something important and although it might not be who knows it might not be true exactly. but i think it's cool too
1: Yeah, exactly. And like I said, you know, not all days are the same. And like being positive, Mm -hmm. it's not about staying positive always. Of course, there's going to be hard days. Of course, there are going to be days when you feel so down, so distraught over whatever is going on. And those days, you can't help it whatsoever. It's okay. Um, You have to tell yourself that it's okay for me to feel this way. But you know what? Like... I feel like being positive, you know, just like in your earlier podcast that you have to try to be a better person each and every single day of your life. Yes. I like being positive is the same exact way. You have to try every single day to be kind to people around you, kind to yourself, kind to this universe um, in any shape or form. And I also think that you have to Hundred percent, every single day. Try to manifest positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to tell yourself that you're doing, you're doing the best you can. You can do better, but you know whatever you are in this moment, you're enough. You're doing good. You're going in the right direction. You just have to keep telling yourself that, and like try every single day to make yourself feel um, appreciated, accomplished. Then only the universe also helps you accomplish your own personal goals.
0: Love that. (laughs) (laughs) You should definitely be a motivational speaker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, you're gassing me up. No, but it's true. I mean, uh,
0: again, you know, like we were talking about how we learn from each other in our friendship. Mm -hmm. I feel like you were more a spiritual person than I was, and I've definitely – taken that aspect of your life and kind of incorporate it more into mine of just seeing things more in a spiritual, you know, outside of what's going on matter that's kind of extraterrestrial. I don't know, but I like to think sometimes like that because it reminds me that there's something more than whatever's going on today, tomorrow or yesterday or mm-hmm. 10 years from now, there's going to be some type of meaning behind it. And I like to continue yeah. to think that because it helps me kind of motivate myself to get things done and be more productive and not waste time.
1: Yeah, and also just, um, you know, on like the topic of waste time, and I also like to think that sometimes it's just a beautiful thing to stop and stay in right in that moment. I feel like this quarantine has brought so much appreciation um, for me, like for me at least, to just kind of stop and just enjoy this moment enjoy right now like you know like right now i'm doing this podcast with you and i mm-hmm. this is such an amazing experience i'm literally not thinking <laughs> about anything and it's just yeah so therapeutic to just enjoy the right now yes I feel like you and I are very similar in the sense that I always need to know what's next. I always need Mm -hmm. to know like what's coming. I need to have everything under control or at least I need to know what I'm expecting or just like I get impatient about it. But then I am trying my best to stay in the moment to enjoy and not to rush because, you know, the next thing you know, you know, you'll reach that future point that you wanted to right now. And then once you get there, you'll, you'll make up another future point that you want to reach to without even enjoying that particular moment. Yeah. I think
0: that's definitely something important to do in our 20s because, you know, life is throwing a lot of stuff at us really fast. It's too short, our- man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think sometimes we forget to be in the moment and actually just enjoy. Even even like let's say you had a busy week and the only free time you have is sitting down and watching a movie. Like even some people aren't really in the moment even at that part because they're worried right about oh you know the five meetings they have the next Monday. Exactly. So I like to make myself more aware. It is. You're right. It is a constant effort you have to constantly put in the effort to be more in the moment about these things
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's hard it's not easy it's so hard like you know um sometimes i'll just wake up in the morning anxious for work so Mm -hmm. that particular day doesn't like you know i'm just anxious all day it doesn't go so well but you know i tell myself that you're doing great you got this much done you have only a little bit to go you got this or I'll, I'll just tell myself that it's okay. You know, if you couldn't accomplish this for today, you can do it tomorrow. Um, yeah. Just to like, you know, just kindness to yourself. I always believe in that. It's the biggest thing that can heal your heart kindness to your own self.
0: I love this. Thank you so much for getting on my episode. And, I think there's a perfect time to end it because it's a great thing to remember a last takeaway. It's it's beautiful. You really are really good at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Although this is my Thanks first so time, I was so nervous, but I, th- <laughs> I just treated this like a conversation, like you said. Exactly. Hopefully it exactly. turns out well. Um, It'll be great. Yeah. But thank you so much for having me. I hope your listeners really enjoy our little heart to hurt and (laughs) just, you know, give you lots of love on this.
0: And you'll definitely come back soon, promise.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you guys
0: so much for listening and I hope you had a good time hearing us catch up with each other and just talking about general life, positivity, skincare, citizenship, and don't worry, she'll definitely be coming back on this episode if you guys have any questions or topics you'd like me to talk about, feel free to hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. Again, my Instagram and TikTok are at Podcast, and my Twitter is at feelingfeline. So thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!